tax. Now, many businesses are just getting on their back on their feet, as we know, after the lockdowns and all the disruption. But the government is already looking to throw another spanner in the works, potentially. We're hearing that it's been consulting on three years' worth of minimum wage rises already. Alan McDonald from the Employers and Manufacturers Association is with us. Evening, Alan. Hi, Heather. How's it going? Good, thank you. What are you hearing that they're considering? Oh, they're not considering. They are consulting on, a, on another three-year round of the minimum wage, uh, which we think is a bit rubbish with the timing, frankly. And th- so three years, and, and is the first increase likely to be over a dollar? That's the number we've heard bandied around. It uh, hasn't been confirmed, but yes, a, a dollar or something like that, which is a bit of a flashback to what we've just had, obviously. Obviously, considering consulting is very different to actually deciding. Do you think that they're leaning towards this? Oh, no, they're going to do it. Do you think so, Alan? Yeah, no question. Can businesses handle this? Um, no, I think, and that's part of the problem. That's why I say the timing's a bit rubbish. Um, you know, there is, there is very little financial resilience left in the business community, and it comes on the back of a whole lot of other um, costs and expenses for business. You know, we're looking at things like fair pay agreements. We've seen electricity prices at triple what they were. We've seen extra weeks of paid parental leave. We've seen an extra public holiday. We've seen extra weeks of sick leave. And, um, you know, we're going back back to the future with those fair pay agreements, which will be very costly. But the minimum wage, there's just very little capacity left in the system to cope with that. What you will hear from those who support the minimum wage increases is, well, you know, it's all scaremongering and we've been talking about all the job losses and, and the lack of jobs that will be created and it never comes to pass. What would you say to that? So I, I almost agree on the not costing jobs. Mm. But if you look through the numbers at 3. 3.4% unemployment and you look at a couple of other figures, it's costing opportunities. And what I mean by that is the youth unemployment rate is triple, the 3.4%, and the number of NEETs, the not in employment education and training services, which typically tends to be 18 to 24-year-olds, has also gone up by more than 50% in the last 18 months. And then on top of that, we're hearing anecdotally from our members is that they won't take a chance on a 18 or 19 year old with no experience wanting $20 or having to get $20 an hour, they'll hire somebody who's had two or three years experience in the workplace and has a proven track record and they'll hire them at $22 to $23 an hour. So it may not be costing jobs, but it's certainly costing opportunities for those people that we actually want to get into employment. Yeah, very fair point. Hamish, uh, um, Alan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Alan McDonald who is from the EMA, the Employers and Manufacturers Association, 10 past six. Heather Duplessy Allen. Hamish Rutherford is going to be with us in a tick. He'll talk us through. Because, of course, yesterday, as I said, you got the new deal between Air New Zealand and the government and a whole bunch of um, shares have been issued to the Crown in exchange for the extra funding and whatnot and making some people go, ooh, is this a little, is this a little shareholding increase that's going to, uh, you know, are they going to claim a bigger stake? He will tell us what he thinks. Um... Carter's building supplies. Okay, so as I said, they've they've indicated what's going to happen with the prices in February. This is what's going to happen with the prices in March. Laminex, which makes and supplies laminated surface and other products, they will go up 4.5% across the range of strand products. Permapine, which is the manufacturer and the supplier of roundwood and CCA-treated outdoor timber products here in New Zealand, its prices will increase 5 to 10%. Prices from uh, door hardware business Allegian, 
will raise rise ten percent, and Nelson Pine's Golden Edge raw minimum uh, medium density fiberwood product prices will rise six to seven percent. By the time you add all of this stuff together, you are dealing with goodness me, so many price increases, right? So when you think, I mean, if anybody's talking about the cost of housing come coming down, just look at that and think. Well, just building a house is going up. Matthew Duda, who is the managing director of EBOS, is going to talk to us at about 25 to 7 because he's done a survey. His business has done a survey of what's happening with construction costs. And already they've seen, um, they've talked to a whole bunch of suppliers, already they've seen a 16% increase in material costs in the last three months, which was higher than expected. But they're also expecting another 12% increase in the cost of materials over the next six months. So it doesn't stop, does it?